denvercrush.com Welcome to another edition of the Kaiju Kingdom Podcast. We are your hosts, Mark Hadamio. And I am Chris Eden. Oh, it is 2018, the very first show of the year, and what a way to do it. Mark, so we last spoke a little before uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You and I did, but we also did this. We also just got to record our last episode before Thanksgiving. So a lot has happened over that time that we didn't get a chance to talk upon. The big thing that went that came off so much, it came so fast. Yes. We're like, this is what the first episode's going to be. Right at the beginning of the year, Netflix was like, hey, you know that Godzilla movie we got? Comes out the 17th of uh, January. They ain't waiting. They're not dragging it out. And so I felt, you know what? That's going to be our first episode. So what we're going to do today is Mark and I are going to sit down. We're going to discuss Godzilla Monster Planet. For all of you to enjoy. Uh, and a little bit of business. Uh, originally, Jessica was supposed to be here with us. Unfortunately, uh, she couldn't make it because of uh, a, a funny but sad thing that happened to her. We'll bring it up next time. Yeah. So it's just Mark and I's uh, sultry voices for you right now. <laughs> and we're going to go deep, deep into all things Monster Planet. So, as I mentioned... Uh, Netflix dropped it on everybody out of nowhere. It's just one day they're like, hey, it's coming out on the 17th. I think this was like December 31st or something like that. It was like right at the new year. And yeah, we had about two weeks notice. Yeah, pretty much two weeks notice. Um, this is part of Netflix's brand new anime initiative. Uh, this year, they uh, or la- early last year, they announced uh, the acquisition and or <clears throat> I would say the production of several brand new animes that they would be exclusively releasing worldwide. Godzilla was one of them. Uh, currently, they also have Devilman Crybaby as well, which was another one of their productions. And uh, they have a whole other slate. So they're they're trying to get into the anime game. They kind of want to compete with Crunchyroll in that aspect. They're like, you know what? You kids have your, your fancy Crunchyrolls. Like, we can keep up with that. We're Netflix. we got room for everything. So, uh, Monster Planet... Probably the most accessible Godzilla movie on the face of the planet right now. Yeah. Ironically, uh, it is. It was. It was uh, released worldwide the seventeenth. It was dubbed in like nineteen different languages as well. I was surprised to see how many uh, audio uh, um, options there were. Yeah, you pull that thing up and it's like a oh German, French, yeah, Spanish, French, whatever you, yeah. whatever your poison is. Now you and I, being purists, yes, we watch in the original Japanese. Yes. Now, but but I, I did I did the second time I watched it I yeah. did watch it uh, I, I wanted to see the the dub the, the dub and I, I was pleasantly surprised I mean because you know I, I'm not a big when I grew up with the original dubs mm-hmm. you know of the Showa series which I love yeah for the most part uh, the Heisei films you know for as good as they are their English dubs are atrocious very much so because those are what the international dubs right yeah like, Toho commissioned they're, them they're barely watchable they're terrible yeah. and. Uh, but, you know, 
I, the anime is a big deal now, and a lot of money's been put into it, and they actually hire quality actors. And I was actually very impressed with the English dub of it. So I haven't had a chance myself to really look at it, but I've heard a lot of the same state, uh, sentiments, especially from my anime fans. They're like, the dub's pretty solid. Like, if you can get that from a hardcore anime fan, like, it's a solid dub, like, that's a victory. Yeah. Very right. few dubs, people will be like, this is the only way I watch it. Cowboy Bebop, Dragon Ball, very few, they'll be like, I prefer the dub over the subs. But everybody else, especially any hardcore taku, will tell you, no, 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 you only watch it with the subtitles, because that's the way it's meant to be. So. Well, I mean, you know, one, one th- bad aspect about that is that, especially like the first time you're watching it, is that you're so busy reading the subtitles, you miss a lot of the visuals, a lot mm-hmm. of the detail. Uh, I remember an, there was an old interview with, uh, uh, what's his name, who did Red Mausoleum and uh, Zerem. Oh, oh uh... Keita Mamiya. Yes, thank you. Amamiya, uh, he was asked that question. Mm-hmm. You know, your films, you know, when they go to other countries... Do you prefer that people watch you know, it subtitled? He said, no. He said, actually, I prefer mm-hmm. that they watch a dub version because I want them to see my visuals. He's very that, that His movies are very very high on the visuals yeah. side. So you watch a Zerum, you watch a, um, you watch a, uh, like a mechanical violator hook hider. Yeah. You watch Moon Over Tau. It's like, wow, these are very pretty. Like, yeah. Especially in that that man has got like a even his common writers. Yes. Oh, very much so. Like you what? Yeah. You that guy is. I he his pineal gland was stimulated somewhere, <laughs> and he saw some shit in the fifth dimension. And he's just like, I'm just gonna draw all this down. Yeah. So, but uh, but yes, um, good dub so far. Now I haven't watched the dub. I've watched the subtitled version twice because, much to my surprise. Uh, this movie hooked me in a way I never thought it would. I thought it'd be like, you know what, this is the first time Godzilla's going to be an anime. I thought they would go a traditional, more anime route where it's like, it's big and crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of that, but if anything, and Mark and I were talking about this right before, this feels like the ultimate fan script you could write for a Godzilla movie. <laughs> and word's going, uh, I'm not sure, but we have our, our, our ideas, we'll get into that in a little bit, but... Where this movie did go in this first part of this trilogy hooked me, it's like it, my like I got I'm hooked like like a fucking fish. I can't like I'm I cannot wait to see where this goes. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by it when they announced it. You know, of course I was intrigued at first. Oh, mm-hmm. finally an animated Godzilla. Yeah. And then I saw the designs and I wasn't too enthused about it. I did like the synopsis that you when it first came out about mm-hmm. how the monsters start attacking. Oh, they're bringing back Dagara and Dagora yeah. and, and, and all these weird obscure ones. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, yeah. and we did see them briefly at the beginning, yeah. you know, and just setting up the film. But uh, honestly, up until all this time, I really wasn't enthusiastic about it at all. I thought, oh, it's coming out. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll see it. And of course, you know, seeing something, the fact there's a Godzilla movie coming out, you're just like, meh. Yeah, because, you know, the last Godzilla, yeah. Shin, Shin Godzilla, mm-hmm. I flew to Japan to see it on opening day. Mm-hmm. And then the next film, it's available to watch at home, and I'm like, eh. I'll take my time. Uh, yeah. I did see it within 24 hours of its release, mm-hmm. but you know, I wasn't, like, waiting it for uh, with bated breath for midnight. You weren't like Jessica and I were like, No, no, it's like, I went to bed. There was a part of me that was waiting, I'm like, maybe I'll wait to watch it, and I'm just, who the, who the hell am I kidding? Yeah. I hopped in a bit, and you know, I'm, I'm ashamed to say I, my first time watching it was on my tablet. 
<laughs> I watched it in my dark room on my tablet. I just pretty much, because I was getting over being sick. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't want to, it's drafty. I just want to be warm and the glowing embrace of uh, Netflix and Godzilla in my face. So, Well, if your tablet is close to your face, it takes up your entire field of yeah, vision. Yeah, but so. the problem is, is that the sound is not quite the same, because I'm watching on a Kindle Fire, so. Uh-oh. So. Yeah, Fire HD. So it's, it's, it, it's good, but it's not. Great. It's not my 55-inch 4K TV where, you know, <laughs> I have my nice chair right in front of it. But yeah. <clears throat> that being said, Monster Plant, fun film. Holy hell, was this thing, like, awesome in many aspects. And I'm a big anime nut. I'm not a hardcore anime nut. Like, I'm not I'm not eating Pocky on a daily basis. I'm not <laughs> cosplaying. I'm not doing... I'm not deep into that. I'm a 90s... Like, I'm a 90s child. I grew up on the import stuff that was coming out. I Giant Robo, the animation, the Devilman, Gyver especially. So I grew up on a hefty, hefty meal of ultra-violent anime. Like, that's how I like my stuff. And I like I like some kitschy stuff. I like some fun stuff. Like, I there's I love a, an occasional, like, uh, Lucky Star. I love an occasional, um, uh, you know, I, the, the newer stuff I bothered to watch. One Punch Man, um... The Kill a Kill. I'm a Dragon Ball fan till the day I die. That will go to my grave with, uh, with uh, you know, Goku symbol, you know, on my head. Yeah. But for, for me, anime was Robotech, and before that, Kimba and Speed Racer and uh, you went, yeah, you Panda and the Magic Serpent. That was. Is that even considered anime? I, I think it's, uh, uh, was it Omar? To, uh, I'm gonna people are gonna yell me. Omar Tozaku, I believe, is his name. Also with Tezuka. Thank you, thank you. I'm. It's still terrible to pronounce yeah. Japanese names. Yeah, that's considering, but I mean, I would, I would, you know, for me, delving into like, a, yeah. you know, deeper into like the 80s, 90s stuff, like Tekaman Blade, like the stuff that would come on here, like I would original, stop up Original Tekaman for me. Yeah, see, for you, it's original <laughs> Tekaman. To me, it's Tekaman Blade. Yeah. Like, that was like, that was my jam. I could, every Sunday, it's like 11.30, like I'm watching the hell out of this. This is awesome. Ronin Warriors, yeah, that's all me. So yeah, Force 5. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, you have your team, I got my team. <laughs> We both kind of agree on Gundam at some point, somewhere in the middle. However, we, we both agree that we love Voltron. Oh, very much so. Yeah. And, have, and by the way, side note, speaking of Netflix, have you watched the new show yet? I haven't. Oh, you need I, to watch that. Everyone, special. Everyone tells me how good it is. It is something yeah. match. It, in many ways, in many aspects, I would dare say better than the original, sir. Wow. Yeah, and that's that's high praise. Because yeah. Voltron is the, first, is the first thing in the lexicon of my nerdum. Mm-hmm. That's what started it. And that kind of what—that's what led to Godzilla eventually. But Voltron is always the purest, the purest form right there. That—that's—that's that's the heroine that got me going. Yeah. So I like my anime a certain way. I like my anime violent if you, know, you can give it to me. Mm-hmm. But you know, I also like it done quality because I've seen a lot of crap. So, oh, yeah. so believe me when I first Life heard anything. Yeah. <laughs> like when I first heard anime, I'm like, okay, cool. So we're gonna have a big. Freaky, weird, because anime's, you know, the what's what it's become today is like super exaggerated, you know, crazy kind of out there ideas and, and stuff like that, and you know the designs are all over the place. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, I mean, you know, like like I told you, I mean, I've kind of, I know I'm, I'm, I know I'm dating myself here, mm-hmm. but you know, in the '70s when I was watching a lot of early anime, you know, it's you know, I love all the early stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Prince Planet, you know, all <laughs> the Astro Boy, yep, uh, but you know, and I think I've, I think I've said this before on this show. You know, when we go to Anime Jungle in mm-hmm. uh, Little Tokyo. You walk into the main store, 
Mm-hmm. I walk in there and you're surrounded by all these characters. I can't name one of them. I don't know what the hell I'm looking I, at. I've gotten to that point too. Like I can, I can, I know Attack on Titan. I know a Death Note. But after a while, it's just like, what's that? That's my I, hear, I know what they I are, what but I've is. never seen a, a, an episode of them. I mean, to me, if it's if it's if it's made after 1990, I pretty much don't know it. You're like Lisa when she's looking at all the Australia stuff. I'm like, I know those signs are in English, but I have no idea what they mean. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, just to, just for you know name recognition alone. Okay, I know there's something called Naruto. I know there's something called Inuyasha. I, Inuyasha, yeah. Inuyasha, yeah. Yeah, but I, I couldn't could, tell you could what tell the you, hell they are. I couldn't tell you the damn thing. And neither yeah. could I. Like, Naruto pretty much was the Dragon Ball for the generation after me. I never got, like, I got kids at my work. They're like, oh, dude, do you want to watch Naruto? I'm like, nope. I couldn't tell you one thing other than it's about ninjas. Yeah. Like, do you watch, you know, I'm like, oh, you watch some old school Dragon Ball. It's like, eh, you know, it's okay. I saw some episodes of Pokemon back in the 90s. Pokemon pretty much is its own thing. Yeah. That's a Nintendo property. Yeah, yeah that's because my little Any, brother was into it. So. Yeah, anything they touch is unstoppable. Like, the fact that that lasted, what it, like, it's gone, like, my buddy's kid is super into Pokemon now. He's, like, he's 12. I'm just like, dude, I was only, like, two years older than you when I got into Pokemon when it first came here. Like, there was a good two-year stance where Chris bought into the, into the hype <laughs> and pulled out his old Game Boy and played it. But then it was just like, after that, I'm like, I couldn't tell you damn thing about this uh, like I you, that first game yeah I'm all I could tell you everything after that I'm like what, what wait is that a manta ray I don't know what the hell that thing is what, do you, what am I looking at <laughs> so when I think of modern anime it's kind of what I'm thinking of like it's all become this uh, show and jumpy kind of poppy style every once in a while something will sneak up that grabs me like a one punch man where it was like a, a beautiful deconstruction of the fight anime genre um, or a kill a kill where it's a studio trigger, the the studio that came out of Gynex. I'm just like, okay, see what you got. You know, those things will like if, if enough people recommend it to me, I'm like, I'll give it a shot and I'll give it a chance. But for the most part, like the days of binging like every random series, like they're gone. Like I just there's I can't stomach too, it. I can't stomach too it. much. There is way too much. Yeah. And like I love I love the art form. I love I love the medium, but there's. Yeah. Ameri- American companies pretty much promote certain things, and it's not only that, but the fandom has changed so much that I'm just like, yeah. it's too many kids now, and I, you guys are into way different things than I was. You and goddamn like, kids. Yeah, I feel like an old man at points. I'm just <laughs> like, hey, do you know what Guyver is? What? <laughs> like, oh, okay, so you're all you're doing is just, you're doing your yaoi, like, you know, fan uh, fan drawings of. Uh, of Evangelion right now, okay, I, I'm, I'm getting into this, like, everything, like, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not judging, but everything's gotten to, like, the weird sexual ambiguity with these kids, I'm like, you're 13, and this is what you're doing, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I question it sometimes, like, I can't go to Anime Expo anymore, because, like, hey, how old are you, I'm 14, I'm like, what, what, why are you dressed like that, what's going on here, like, where are your parents, like, there's a lot of this weird stuff. I'm just like, I, I, no, I feel dirty being here. I can't go. I'm just going to go enjoy reading Attack on Titan right now. That's, that, just lead me to that. So, Godzilla being an anime, you have certain, you have certain ideas, and then they pretty much go against them. They're like, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this new CG cell shaded thing that's kind of becoming like the hit fad right now. Yeah. Uh, we're right. and I'm, I, that the, the old apples, the, the well, apples, the, the apple seed movie, the apple seed movies. Watch that theatrically. I'm just like, I'm not quite sold on this because you're gonna call it an anime. I want 
at the very least, man, some some cell drawings in there. I know if you're going to do the background CG, that's fine. But if, especially if you're going to do your mech stuff, come on, draw it. That's how it yeah. should be done. No, don't CG the stuff. Like uh, Blue Sub Number Six did that crap, and I'm just like, oh, have you seen that, that those remastered versions of, of uh, Robotech? No. They, they totally redid the uh, the opening uh, uh, the opening of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all that self-shaded stuff. Mm, and it, just, it, bad, just, it, just, it? it just ruins it. I mean, it's real sharp and stuff, but yeah. it is, it's soulless. It is. There, There is a weird soulless quality. So yeah. when I saw that, I was just like, mm, okay. Like, it's Godzilla. I'm going to watch it no matter what. Yeah. Any, like, you throw Godzilla's face on something, I'm going to watch it. So Yeah, we're, we're suckers. Okay. We are suckers. We're, we're, we're terrible suckers. I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, you know what? We have, like, look, so we had... The Legendary Godzilla in 2014. Mm-hmm. We had Shin last year in 2016, or now almost two years ago now. So this is the this is we're we're in a weird flux. We're getting we're getting a lot of cool stuff sent our way, but within the span of three years, within the span of three years, we we, we we you could not name three more different Godzilla films. Nope, you could not. Like you got. You have Legendary, which is a weird kickback to the show to the late seventies show. The seventies film to me. Yeah. yeah, and then Shin Godzilla, which was turning everything on its head, which was a completely decisive film yes. for a lot of fans. And then, like other Legendaries, like we're going to make more. We're going to make. We're building a whole universe out mm-hmm. of this. Then we got a Kong film last year that led into yeah. more Godzilla. So it was a matter of like, okay, we got a year. Pacific Rim comes out in a few weeks, so we got mm-hmm. more kaiju robot action. And it's just like okay, cool. It's good times, but. Until we get to the next Legendary, and now that we know that Toho has got a moratorium on live-action films until after Legendary's initial run, uh, we got some. We need something in between. Like we need that yeah. little little palate cleanser, if you will. So animation is the way they're going. So that being said, sat down. You know, again, was it, you know wasn't super hyped like I was for like Shin Godzilla. It was the same like, here. I, I was. I was barely interested at all. Yeah, Shin Godzilla had the had the Star Wars um, Force Awakens hype for me because it's like yeah. it's been so long, yes. so long since we got a Japanese film, and it's Hideki Anno and Shinji Aguchi doing it. Like this is like a dream team kind of thing, exactly. and it looks weird and new and like it's throwing like it's so different from the all the, all the others. Yeah, like and they are showing you shots they've never done in a Godzilla movie, a Toho Godzilla movie before. Yeah. And you're just like, man, I can't wait to see this. And then they're like, yeah, we got this anime movie coming. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then when they show you the design, it's like, you just kind of redid the legendary design. Like, yeah. I expected something freaky and wild. If, yeah. if you have if you have anime, like, I expected them to do to Godzilla what they did to the Atragon, Super Atragon. It's like, yes. we have a budget. Let's let's jack awesome up to 19 on this thing. And yeah, they, they could, would. Could you imagine that that being done in live action? Oh, I would kill for that. <laughs> I would kill for that design. The problem, the problem with that, that not to go on too much of a side tangent, but the problem with that is that there's a lot of a lot of the effects is like we want to we want you know pay homage to the original. It's my problem with a lot of the Superman movies. It's like you can't escape the shadow of those Donner films for some reason. Yeah. Because a whole generation loves it's like that's that's Superman to me. It's like yeah, that's cool, but. Let's move past that. You know, it's, it's, it's difficult though when, when it's so iconic. I mean, you know, a hundred years from now, mm-hmm. there will be Superman movies. Yeah, and people will still compare them to Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, yeah. And it still will. Like that's that. That's why. That's part of the reason why I don't think anybody liked uh, Jesse Eisenberg's Luther because they couldn't escape Gene Hackman. 
Yeah. He was he was totally hackmaning it up. Like he was hacking it up. Yeah. But in a hacking way, I'm like, he couldn't have gone with the cartoon Luther or the comic like more than yeah. it's like no, we had to. Luther's got to be wacky. Yeah. Well, no. Even though I think Kevin Spacey did a great job as Luthor. He did. But the problem he was, was threatening. Like, yeah. He was the best part of that film. Meanwhile, yeah. everything else was like, yeah, we're continuing the Donner movie. I'm like, why are you yeah. doing this? You have you have all this great stuff, and you're you can't escape the shadow. Yeah. They're continuing the Donner movie, yet there's always continuity lapses. Yeah, it's like we're ignoring three and four for obvious reasons. <laughs> so, in, in that, in many aspects, this is kind of what it was feeling. It was kind of it was feeling a little bit like like this. Like it's we're this is the first time it's ever being properly animated. We're telling a whole brand new story, and yet we can't seem to hype people up for it at all. It's like every every the commercials that came out for it, it's like. So they recycled, or they they didn't recycle the roar exactly. They kind of all they kind of mashed together yeah. several roars. Well, also the the first few images that came out of it were very lackluster. They were like the, again, there's something not popping about the designs. It's very mute. Yeah. So you're just like, okay, well this is so. When it was just the first film. We're like, all right, well it's called Monster Plan. I'm expecting a bunch of monsters and yeah. shit. And then they announced, oh no, it's a trilogy. I'm like, huh, okay. That adds more, but I got a feeling that first movie is just going to be the humans and Godzilla. There's going to be a lot of setup. Now, when we actually see the movie, sure enough, it was. But, there's an addendum to that. But, in my opinion, I think you shared this with me, right? The the, the, the human story was intriguing enough. They kind of held your attention. It actually kind of made you, you kind of cared about these people and their attempt to try to fucking kill I, Godzilla. I, yeah, I mean, like I said, I. I was not looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. It really, it barely held my interest. Mm-hmm. And then when I watched it, I mean, okay, I'll be honest. I was mm-hmm. expecting the worst. Mm-hmm. And I watched it, and much like Batman vs Superman, mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, this isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I think uh, I, I told you. I as I was watching it, the first twenty minutes into it, I did like a, a quick uh, a post on Facebook and said. Again, watching Godzilla Monster Planet, and so far it's the Jason X of the Godzilla series. Which is very apt. <laughs> but ultimately, in the end, mm-hmm. uh, this is a weird thing to say, but Godzilla was actually my least favorite part about it. I was actually pulled into the story. Very much so. Yeah. Like, me too. Like I got Now, if you're listening to this, obviously spoilers, because we're going to delve, we're going to dive into the a lot of the aspects of the film. And uh, we're going to talk about a lot of key key moments. So, if you're listening to this, you haven't watched it yet, A, why the hell are you listening to this? And B, there's no excuse. It's on Netflix. You can watch it whenever you want. Yeah. So Free trial, people. Exactly. So, that being said, spoilers from here on out. So, the movie begins with the character. Like, it gives you that nice dramatic... It has a very animated, dramatic moment where the, you're introduced to the lead. He's a hot-headed kid. And you find, like, they're like... He, they're sending his grandfather off pretty much on a suicide mission. And as he's, you know, he's holding up the, the pretty much what is the Battlestar Galactica that they're on. Yeah. Uh, he's threatening to blow it up. I believe it's like, no. The grandfather's like, yeah, we'll go. And as he's thrown into the brig, he gets to watch as the ship full of elderly people explodes, explodes to their death. And then the fact that this planet that they travel 20 years to is completely uninhabitable. And then we get the, the, the cold opening... Then we get this beautiful montage yes. of what the hell went down. 
And that's where we get to see that they're, they're not, they're, it's a brief glimpse, but we get the nice explanation. It's like Kamakras. Kamakras of all the first ones, of all the monsters. Yeah. First one, Tax in New York. Then we get, uh, the Gora. The, the Gora. Which was just like, wow. Yes. That's a hell of a pull. And you get to see him a little bit. And they give him like, it, a little bit of a redesign, but nothing too, too big. Yeah. Then Dagra, which had like a, a wacky kind of like, like they, they, they expanded on that one a little bit. Like he had like full wings and, sh- and stuff going on. Then they're like, then there was Orga, and then that's when they're like, and then Godzilla showed up, and they really built Godzilla to be this unstoppable force of nature. Like a lot of, well, some of the movies have really tried to really hone that. The legendary movie tried to hone that a bit. Like Godzilla is this like unstoppable force. Like he's not quite a monster. He's something more. Yeah. But this one hammered that home. It's like no matter what we threw at, like they they show. The, you know, they show people, they, they show the human race dropping like 90 bombs on this thing. Like something you can only do in an anime, like something super exaggerated like yes. that. And it just kept going. And then as humanity was fair, alien show. Not one alien, two aliens. Two different races. Two very different races with two very, with, with a two. similar agenda, but two very different means of going about yeah, it. And also two very familiar Familiar, yeah, yeah, yes. And that's the, that was the big When they first introduced them, they're, they're the Zeef, and I believe, I forgot what the other race calls themselves, but they mentioned, like, our planet was the third from a black hole. I'm like, that's when I leaned in, I'm yes. like, what? And they're like, we're, they're like, they both team, like, we're, we'll team up to help you. Like, we're both refugees. We know what it's like to have our planet destroyed. I'm like, excuse me? And you, then you find out that the black hole aliens had a plan. It's like, we're going to fight. And we're going to build something to fight back. And they team up with the human. They build a goddamn Mechagodzilla. They build <laughs> Mechagodzilla. I'm like, wait. Now, I, we most of us already know Mechagodzilla is showing up in the second yes. film. But the fact that it was already said this early in the movie, and the fact that these, I'm like, they're the, they're the simians. Good God. I'm like, I'm, I, sit, I sit up and I'm like, Oh my god, they're going deep cuts on this thing. Yeah. And then it took me like a minute to realize, I'm like, is it? Wait, they spelled X. I'm like, they're, they're the. Okay, so the other aliens are the Planet X aliens. Then we get the black hole. We get the black hole simian aliens, and they're teaming up. Yeah. Come on! Like, I'm like, okay, you got my attention. And when you find out, like, like they're like, Mechagodzilla's not acting. What's going on? And like, what? You, what? Like and so, they build like an arc to take off on. And they t- and I'm like, oh, like I. Okay, so what went from like, okay, this is gonna be like you, as a fan, it you got my you got me hooked. Like, yeah. I, I need to know where they. Yeah, that was nice going. fan service. That was a nice. Uh, way it's of properly them in. done fan service. However, though, mm-hmm. the flip side of that is, I do have to say that you know, using the medium. Of animation, yeah. anything would have been possible, and mm. I think they played it much too safe with the with the designs of the aliens. I think part of it was they didn't want to quite give it away. They kind of wanted to keep it under like wraps what exactly they were until the movie came out. Because if you do look at the the black hole aliens, they are dark colored. Yeah, they do have the sideburns that kind of go all the way around. They are on their large. Yeah, on their brow ridges, they have like a, like these quills <laughs> coming out. Yeah. There, there's, there's enough subtle nods to the original, yeah. like simian look to them. That yeah. like, okay, so that's what they are, but they're, they're updated. Yeah. It was the, it was the ex aliens that took a minute to like, 
Because they, the beauty is that they had this whole like religious cult that they were forming. That, that yeah, that that was a, a, an interesting, uh, you know, twist. There, so mm-hmm. they're very religious. Yeah, they have and the 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 main character and the main zip alien who are like colluding with each other yeah. to try to like uh, take over the ship and head back to Earth. Because you find out that both aliens have an interest in Earth. They're like. There's not a lot of habitable planets out there. Both of ours are gone. So you find that they're like... Neither of them are exactly, you know, who they're telling the humans that they are. And they're both working on, like, under, like, an uneasy accord with each other. Like, the fact that, like, we both have diabolical plans for this planet, but we're we're kind of short-staffed, so we kind of have to work together right now. That I love that aspect of it. I absolutely love that aspect. So... After traveling back to Earth, and the fact that they're like, you, they work with time dilation, and the fact that it's like, we've been only gone for 20 years, yeah. but on Earth it's been, they initially think it's, like it's been 10,000 years. It's almost 20,000. So almost 20,000. And so they send like the, the, the spheres down there, and they're like, well, okay, the atmosphere's a little weird, like vegetation sounds like what's, and then, like the one, the probes all go off of the, before they go off, they hear that roar. And they're like, well, we don't know what it was. It was like, well, we can't take a chance. And the guy, one of was like, you know what that roar is. Everybody that survived knows exactly what that roar is. Yeah. So it's the it's the hot-headed young young, uh, young upstart who's just like, no, we're going to go down there. We're going to take our damn planet back. We're going to blow it up. Yeah. We're going to go. We're going to we're gonna win back Earth. Because he romanticizes so much because he left when he was a kid. Yeah. And he's just like, I, and not only that, but he saw, he saw Godzilla kill his parents, too. Yeah. And uh, now we're getting, it's like, now it becomes a Moby Dick story yeah. more than anything else. He's like, I don't even care if we get the planet back. It's like, I want to see this thing die. And uh, it, and that's the thing. Like, this movie's, what, about 80 minutes? It's not that long. Yeah, it's, I think it's almost 90 minutes. Okay, so it's, yeah, it's about 80, I think it's like 84 minutes or something like that. And you don't see Godzilla for like the first, like, 54 minutes. Like, the first hour, there's no, there's none. You get, like, little... Yeah, one hour, 29 minutes. Yeah, so you get little you get little snippets here and there, and you just get the battle plan. Like, mm-hmm. here's this valley, here's all this, and they set up, like, the planets change. Like, they set up... The vegetation's different. Like, every, everything's got, like, a hard, almost, like, um, like, uh, like, shell to it. Like, like there's, a, like, the plant... Everything's different. And, um, there's nothing else so far. And then... As they're exploring, they find there's ruins, and that the, um, the you know the vegetation kept everything kind of intact. So everything was left how it was. That Godzilla didn't knock over, any of the other monsters knocked over. It's pretty much there. It's, it's held in, into place. So there's like there's hope. There's hope. We just gotta get rid of this bastard. So then it turns into a slow slog of trying to lure Godzilla into a valley where they have a plan, much like. The uh, the 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 plan in in um, Shin Godzilla, it's like here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna topple a bunch of buildings down on you. Now, unlike um, unlike Shin Godzilla, where it's like we're gonna pump his mouth full of a bunch of fluid. Yeah. Like we gotta find there's a weak spot on him because here's where things change. They they explain unlike uh, unlike any all the other versions of Godzilla, Godzilla has an energy field around, almost like an invisible shield. Mm-hmm. And that that's why when they hit him dead on stuff, nothing really affects him. And the stuff that does affect him, he heal he regenerates. Kind of like kind of like the Martian War Machines in War of the Worlds. Very much so. They're protected by the shields. Very much so. And they're like, well, it's got to generate from somewhere. So they send out like a fleet to like 
toy with him. Like, actually, no, it was, it was, um, they go, um, they go on a suit. He, the main character goes on a suicide run. He's just like, yeah. we're going to find out where. I'll attack him and, you know, yeah. you know, run scans while I'm attacking him and you'll find out, you know, from what organ is this shield yeah. being generated. Yeah, and then they find out it's the, it's the fins. It's the mm-hmm. dorsal fins. And that's when you get, like, a glimpse of, like, Godzilla's atomic breath. And they call it the atomic breath. Yeah. They call it that, but it's like, not quite that. It's beam-like, like Shin Godzilla. It's very beam-like, like, like Shin Godzilla. And then, not only that, but once once they start laying out the the aspects of it, like they, they it's it's a lot of because um, there's a lot of techno battle talk in this in this film too. Yeah. But any any like sci-fi when you're creating a world, it's gonna have it. Yeah. But when they explain, it's like okay, so Godzilla generates all this power in the fins before it goes off. It creates a shield around him, and then it creates a pulse that he can send out. And I sat there and like the atomic pulse. They brought it back. Not only did they bring it back, it's a major story plot. What was once a throwaway bit in the in the Heisei films, which was always a cool power in my opinion. Yeah. I always loved the fact that it's like especially when he's like when he's fighting Ghidorah and the breath kind of just cancels out, but he just shoots that that wave out of his body. I'm like, God, that's awesome. They turned it into a freaking plot point. <laughs> I like I lost I lost my shit when I saw that. It's and so we get this beautiful battle. Where Godzilla's blasting, like, the, and the, the atomic pulse is used to, like, devastating effect, too. Like, he shoots it off, but then there's, like, that, that brief moment. It's like, once it's down, he has to recharge kind of thing. Yeah. And when it gets to this aspect, now, what did you think of the animation of, like, the fight? The one, once they got to the actual fight scene between the humans on their, was essentially their speeder skiffs. Yeah. As, um, as they're trying to distract Godzilla and the actual fight with Godzilla. What did you think of it? I like the animation. Did you? I, I, because I initially saw a lot of complaints about it mm-hmm. from people, and uh, I understand a lot of people, like you said, don't like that that cell shaded CGI look. Yeah. Type of thing, but you know what? Yeah, I. You know, that's I think that's being just a bit anime snobbish. Yeah. I mean, I, for one, I I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I mean. I think the I think the irony <laughs> is that the same people who are mm. complaining about how terrible the animation looked mm. are probably big fans of Adventure Time and stuff Pro- like. Yeah, <laughs> so it's obviously kind of like really bad done, yeah. done simplistically for for budget reasons. Yeah, like the the once you get past the initial look that it's it's this weird hybrid CG animated film, uh-huh. like it. It's not a bad-looking movie. Like, yeah. the, the layout, everything, like, the world is very fleshed out, thought out. Like, there's no, like, just basic backgrounds. Like, everything has, like, a purpose to it. And I, I know, when I was noticing the this, I'm like, wow, they're, like, it's, not only is it well animated, like, but it's also, like, it's even cut well. Like, the, everything's laid out. In the <coughs> like, I thought the battle, like, the, the the bombing sequence when they're trying to lure Godzilla into the valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, like especially when they're doing the rounds, like they're, they're doing the stri- the strafes that come around and they they come back and stuff. And yeah, and he, and he was caught on, on the rocks. That that reminded me a lot of Godzilla Raids again. Very much so. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even doubt that. That's probably a, a nod. There seem to be like a lot of little nods. Yeah, all over the place in this. Um, and then spoilers when they do finally defeat Godzilla, they blow him up. They're like, hey, we won, and you think, oh, it's great because. They've made points. It's like we have nowhere else to go. We have like there's like 600 people left altogether. 
And, like, we won. It's like, oh, it's great. And then the movie ends with the twist reveal that the Godzilla that killed was not the original Godzilla, which, in fact, might have been a nice homage to Godzilla Jr. And the real Godzilla had evolved over the 20,000 years. It was literally sitting under a mountain, gets up, and is... The size, it's like, I think they said it's, what, 300 meters? Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous in size. And it has a whole new array of powers on it, too. Like, it can throw its atomic pulse through its tail. That, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, my God, that's genius. So, and not only that, but the beam weapon is different. Like, everything, like, it has it has a sonic blast that comes out of its mouth. It's not... It's not. It's not the. Um, it's not the atomic pulse. Yeah. Like they even say it's like the, the. Like that's new. We don't even know what the hell that is. They they suspect it's like a, a psionic beam of some sort. Like Gauss. Yeah, like very much like Gauss. And like what the and just completely, like drops like you know hell on all these people. And that's how the movie ends. Now then, then there's the little post credit sequence, yeah. where you the, our, our hero wakes up and there's somebody over him working on something, and it's a little girl, she takes off her mask, and she has slightly familiar kind of uh, fatigues to her, if you will, like a design, yeah. that scream a little bit of a uh, cult that worships a, a giant moth. So, <laughs> it's like, I'm like, okay. Because you got, you got a quick peek earlier, mm-hmm. and you saw something running through the bush, mm-hmm. and, you know, and at first you, you kind of think, oh, is it one of the bodies of the soldiers being... Dragged along by one of the uh, the servo, yeah, the, the, the servant. one, yeah. Uh, but uh, then you see, no, no, they think the world's uninhabited. Mm-hmm. There are inhabitants. Yes, and, I, I, that, and then that that's that's the that's the plum that they get you like. So there's much. It's much more than this. It's yeah, much I mean, more yeah. Than this, it's just this raid to get everything. Just like back. you said, it, it, it harkens back to Mothra. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, infinite islands and radiant. Nothing can possibly <laughs> exist there. Yeah. Guess and what? All of a there's a it, whole there's a whole community. Living yeah. There. Like a thriving civilization. So, let's talk about how much this, like, there's, there's tons of nods to the films. Mm -hmm. But as you said, this is pretty much, this is one of the most glorified fan service films I've ever seen. They do it so subtly, like, if you're not, if you're not a hardcore fan, which I'm assuming most people watching on Netflix, because it popped up, it was like a big, it was one of their features. It's like, yeah. Godzilla Part 1, watch it now. Yeah, I pulled up Netflix and it immediately popped up. Yeah. I didn't even have to look for it. No, it was the same with me too. But what was your picture though? What was the picture it gave you? Because oh. I saw a different, it was different for different people. I, I honestly don't even remember. Mine was the post, that initial image that they put out. It's like, hey, we're doing it in the anime. Oh yeah, the, yeah. the, the yeah the, them on the on the, on on the, the ledge the, overlooking the, yeah. the I think it was that yeah because I saw some people posting they had the shot of Godzilla shooting the beam too so that was one or two yeah and no, I think the beam were yeah yeah I think well, I think mine was that the the initial uh, image um, yeah it's it's very very weird uh, mm. you know like I said the, the in the last few films have really been taking the character in new directions. Mm-hmm. Which it kind of needs... When you have a character that's been around for 60 years, yeah. you kind of have to after a while. Yeah, and it, it was a, it's a controversial decision. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of fans have differing opinions because some fans are complaining, well, you, you know, you're removing him from his uh, his uh, 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 roots as a nuclear mm-hmm. threat. Yeah, you are, but you know what? It, it's... You, know, the, the, you the can't char- lay on that crutch forever. Yeah, and and the character of Godzilla has just gotten so big; it's just mm. kind of evolved beyond that. 
I mean, the, the you know, especially with like Shin Godzilla, and especially with with this one, with Monster Planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you earlier. I'm totally reminded of those manga compilations that came out in the 90s. Mm. Um, especially the, the one, uh, Gigantic the Fire comic. Mm. That's the one that has the uh, story of uh, uh, Miss Kano's humiliation. That's the one that has the uh, violente Ghidra. Yeah. And, the fusion. Yeah. And, and there were a few other stories. You know, one that takes place with the, uh, the Godzilla and the baby Godzilla versus uh, an American... Uh, aircraft carrier, mm-hmm. and there were a few like one. There was like a, one with a different Baragon and stuff in it, right? Yeah, yeah, and then there was one with like a, a post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. uh, scenario, and um, the, the stories were very, very bizarre. Mm-hmm. And this looks like it could totally come from that. Very much so. Uh, it's it's basically just using the character Godzilla in a mm-hmm. very, very odd, odd way, in an mm-hmm. odd story. So, you no, know, it's interesting to see this, you know, and it, especially, you know within the, the, the past few films. Yeah. You know, I think it's just kind of emblematic of just the way things are now. It's well, very polarizing. People mm-hmm. either love it or they hate it. Yeah. I, I, look, there, and there's a section of the fandom that I get. They they grew up on the show of films, and the, those, especially the first one. Yeah. And to a point, I, there, there's, I, I have a small I have a criticism with that, is that the fact that when people bring up, so, well, the original one was this, Beautiful allegory for you know about yeah, it, was. And it it is. But you can't keep remaking it. You can't remake, keep remaking it. But not only that, but you can't use that as a crutch to justify this character for forever. Like, cause I I realize that for some people it's like it's Godzilla. They they poo poo it no matter mm-hmm. what because it's always like yeah it's a guy in a rubber suit whatever. And you know you use that it's like no no you, the original film was this very dramatic very wonderfully shot like film noir that was about the horrors of it's like yes that's what that first movie was. And then, much like any other thing, mm-hmm. a studio took it's like, this made a lot of money, let's keep it going. And the character evolved after a while, and it became less about that. It became more about, like, Godzilla himself, about yeah. the actual monster. And, and yeah. the fact that, for I mean, even during the Millennium series, like, Toho wouldn't allow these, with the initial idea was like, new director each film, they're going to, you know, it's gonna, they're only going to relate to the, orig- the original, and that's it, and... You know they're going to have freedom to, and turns out they really didn't quite have the freedom yeah. they wanted to. They wanted to to really explore. I think GMK. That's the best example. Best example, um, and then Final Wars, especially from my uh, what you know what we know of, especially uh, just kind of talking to kids more people. It's like that was just a it was a big celebration film. Like they let mm-hmm. him do his thing, but they're at the same time like we just want this big romp to go out on, and mm-hmm. that's like the, part of the reason why he was hired to do it. It's like we're we're going to have, like, a big action Godzilla film. But even then, Toho was like, we're only going to spend so much money on it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but now that it's, we're, it's 15, 20 years on from, almost 20 years on from that, and the fact that this new new regime, or at least whoever's running Toho now, realizes, like, you can't hold on to the past like that. Like, we have this iconic character. He's been in, only ironically, only been interpreted so many ways. It's been, 60 tw- years. it's been 20 years since the TriStar film. Can you believe that? 20? Yeah, yeah. and that, there's your prime example of going too far left with it. Yeah. And I do think we can swing too far right with... with, And I do think that those Millennium films, at certain aspects, swung too far right with holding to the original films. Like, here's this character. You can only go so much. I, and I would say the Mechagodzilla films really did that, where they're like, yeah. this is... You know, Godzilla can only do so many... He can, he can do this, this, and that's it. 
And there's, I mean, it's part of the reason why I don't care. I, I sadly don't care too much for those guys, Mechagodzilla films. I know people love them. Yeah. But the first one's boring as hell. Yeah. And it's a, it's a horrible rehash of a lot of stuff. The second one's fine. I liked, I really like Tokyo Assassin's It's actually got some of the best fight sequences in the yeah. whole series. But when you watch them as a whole, you're like, there's, there's not a lot going on here. Like, you're... You're you're holding on to the past way too much with these things. Like the Mothra fight in in Tokyo SOS is verbatim the original Mothra fight from uh, Godzilla from Mothra versus Godzilla. Yeah. Like it's just like you, you couldn't do something new. Like why wouldn't you have all this stuff? Why wouldn't you do something new with it? Shin Godzilla when you have Hideki Anno is like I I create like pretty much he created what is could be considered modern geeky Christianity in Japan. With Evangelion. Evangelion is is if Gundam is the uh, is the Old Testament, Evangelion is the New Testament. <laughs> that my my buddy and I were having. He's like, that's exactly. He's like, this that's the best way you can describe it. Like, that changed the game in so many ways. The point, even even Anno himself was just like, I unleashed a monster I could not contain. Like, in creating this this goofy little show, it's like I I did so, I changed the landscape of how things were done. And not exactly for the better. Like, the reason why the the, la- the ending of that series is so weird and out there, because he's just sticking a middle finger to the fans and became super obsessive with it. Yeah. And, you know, it, t- it even took him a while. He's like, I needed to fall in love with it again and go back and do it the way I wanted to. And then he got to a point where it's like, I can't. I need a break. That's why he did Godzilla. And even doing so, he's just like, I wanted to do the Godzilla I wanted to do. And Toho was like, okay. You can do what you want to do. It's like, so I can have him evolve? Sure. Why not? You can do all this stuff now. Like, we're not going to hold the past like that. And it looks like the same thing with this anime. It's like, okay, so we want to go super into the future and give Godzilla all kinds of these freaky new powers, and we want to tell this grand, sweeping story over three films. We're like, okay. Ten years, 15 years ago, 20 years, that never would have happened. No. You'd be like, what can we crank out in six months? Yeah. Because you know you, you still had you probably still had a lot of people at Toho, uh, you know who were part who were there from the Showa era, mm-hmm. you know, who still had the uh, you know the same values as Tanaka, who was very protective of Godzilla. Very much. You know, and, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but 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 uh, also it's you know the, a lot of the people now at Toho probably grew up with Godzilla. It's kind of like how Star Wars is now, like the fans. Yeah. Are finally getting a crack at it. Like Lucas, for the longest time, was like, "No, only I do it, and only I get to say over say it." And then when he sold it to Disney, Disney's like, "We don't want to make it. Let's find people who know Star Wars and have them make it." Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what we're getting now. Now, to what degree, as a fan, that <laughs> much like our fandom right now, Star Wars fan is kind of going through that right now too, yeah. where it's like a new generation got a hold of it. And they're telling what they want to tell, and it's not quite gelling with what. The old guard fan was like, "This isn't my Star Wars." It's like, well, yeah, a lot of them are, you know, you know, Star Wars is dead because it's not what I remember. It's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not that. Yeah, it's like it's not dead. It's like you know, look, I was there in the beginning too. I mm-hmm. saw Star Wars in his first run in the theater. Mm-hmm. I saw Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi in the theater in their first run. Yeah, you know, I'm not complaining about it. It's yeah. it's going to change. I mean, you know, if anything, I I thought Force Awakens for what it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was good, but but. Let's face it, it was a remake of the first film, and the only reason that people gave it a pass is because, you know, the original cast was back in it. Yeah. You know? It was the sugar to make the medicine go down. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and then you have, you know, Rogue One, and then this, this new one, 
And uh, I love Rogue One. Yeah. I love some Rogue One, man. My my only complaint about this is I like I told you I saw half a Rogue One. I fell asleep during. And it. I yelled at you for it too. <laughs> like, sir, how dare you? You need to finish. It's like, oh, I saw the video. I'm like, no, there's I'll, more I'll, than that. I'll give it another chance. Yes. And then I'll, I'll probably see this one at some point. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not gonna you know, rushing out to theaters to see it, but um, yeah, at some point I'll see this stuff. But my. My big gripe about this, you know, <laughs> we digress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, it's it's actually quite apt with yeah, what it, with what's going on right now. Yeah, and, and it, it is because what's happening <clears throat> with Star Wars now, I think, mm-hmm. is and I knew it as soon as Disney bought them out. I thought Disney is going to make people sick of it mm-hmm. because Disney has a you know th- that's their mo. Yeah. You know, with, with animation, they crank out annual product, mm-hmm. and. At least with their animation stuff, it's, it's something like, new every year. It's something new every year, and you and it's geared toward kids. Mm-hmm. You know, there will always be a new generation of kids to, to watch this stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, with Star Wars, I mean, they're kind of holding on to this whole same Death, Death Star scenario. Yeah, it's like you know the, the whole expanded universe. They, they haven't tried to you know explore that yet. I mean, the the, the next film coming out. Is the Han Solo film, which is coming out in four months, and mm-hmm. no one has seen one image from it. No, no, because there's a whole, there's, that's a whole heap of, it's yeah. a hornet's nest in its own right. Yeah, there. so, and, so basically what I'm getting back to is, people, you know, they are already running it into the ground. People are already getting tired of it. Mm-hmm. And, th- that's what, that's what happened to the Godzilla series in the 90s. Very much so. And in the Millennium series. Mm-hmm. You know, they were cranking them out one a year. Mm-hmm. And at first it was exciting. Yeah. But after you get your fix, yeah. After a few years, the fans are like, "Oh, another one." Yeah, because well, because part of the problem was after a while, you weren't doing anything new. It's just like yeah. here's this, especially with the with the the Heisei series. After Biolanti, they're just like, "All right, well, let's let's go back to the classics and remix them." You had Ghidra, you had Mothra, and then you had Mechagodzilla. And then they're like, okay, we'll just dip our toe and try something new again. You had Space Godzilla, which people didn't, people didn't like. And if people didn't like, and they're like, well, let's kill him. Let's kill him because we get the American movie's going to come out in a few years anyway. They'll take it over from there. And then you saw what happened there. Yeah, that was that. And the thought process of a whole different regime, of, of, even like twenty years ago, that was the thought process. If like if we're going to do something, we're going to put our own spin on it, and we're going to make it big and fancy. And it's like yeah. this that you know, you guys completely missed what made. Roger Ebert said it best. It's like this film missed what made the original one great, even though it was in schlock cinema. He's like, this is it's missing the soul of what everyone loved about about it. That's what was, that was the TriStar film. And then you go back, and then someone's like, okay, yes, this is where they fucked up. Legendary's like, we can do better, and they they did by all means. I don't think anybody's ever going to compare the say the Legendary movie was worse than the TriStar yeah. film. Yeah. Now say what you will about it. I know a lot of people were, were complaining about it, but I think they're complaining over two aspects of the fact that the the commercial the, the ads lied to them a little bit about about certain aspects of the film. And uh, not only that, but the it's like he's barely in it. I'm like, well, he's not gonna be in like this film especially shows you. Godzilla's in it for that's a ninety minute film, he's in it for about fifteen minutes of mm-hmm. that. And going going back to what you said about, you know, the initial trailers and stuff mm-hmm. like you like you said lying to people yeah uh, well I, th- I think it was they did mi- uh, misrepresent it and uh you know cause, you know that initial teaser trailer yeah uh you know that was like uh, you know the whole destroyer of worlds thing yeah oh yeah and, the, the, well that was the, that was the proof of concept trailer yeah and 
and you remember when I went to Japan and mm-hmm. you told me, I want you to text me as soon as you get out of seeing Shin Godzilla, yeah, let me yeah. know what it was. Yeah. And the first thing I, you asked me, how was it? And mm-hmm. the first thing I told you was, this, I told you, Shin Godzilla is basically what the first legendary trailer promised us. Mm, yes. And it, yeah, very much so. Like the big destroyer wars. Yeah. Because de- I remember when I went to go see the legendary Godzilla uh, opening day in the theater. Mm-hmm. When it was over with, mm-hmm. I said, like, what the... And I walked out and I looked at my brother and I said, that was a 70s Godzilla film. Yeah, it was a romp. Yeah, I, I said, all they were missing at the end was the, then the wave, bye Godzilla, bye. And then the day after, there were scenes like that. Someone was, I, 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 I kid you not, I swear to God, someone was waving in there somewhere. Yeah. In that crowd when they're walking. Well, I was referring to the main trip. character. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. You're not going to see Ken Wanatabi and Sally Field like, yeah. see you later. Like, there's not a, there's, but it might as well have been. I'm pretty sure there's probably somebody who's taken the, um, the, uh, the ending of that and put the end theme from, uh, Mechagodzilla. Godzilla, or at least the end of Godzilla versus Gigan. That yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, that song over as he's wading into the water. Like, just the do 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 like that. I'm just like, okay, yes. It, it felt like that. It felt like that at, at many points. Because when I walked out, my buddy, my, my buddy who's not a Godzilla fan at all, he's, I'm like, I turned to him, I'm like, you're not a fan. What do you think? He's like, yeah, it was a fun film. I liked it. I liked, I enjoyed it. Okay, so it did the job. It's like, yeah, I'm not a Godzilla fan, but you know what? I, I wouldn't want, like, if you hadn't drugged me to see this, I probably would have still gone and seen it. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. And I had my other friend who was a hardcore fan, I'm like, what did you think? He's like, <sighs> yeah, I dug it. Like, he's, yeah. it's like, it's not groundbreaking, but you know what? It what after the TriStar debacle, it was, it was pretty much what I kind of wanted out of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and my, my, my perspective has changed too. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I think it, you know, after being a fan for so many years, mm-hmm. it's actually kind of cool mm-hmm. and kind of interesting mm-hmm. to see different takes on it. Very much so. You know, and, you know, I've and, been screaming it for years. Yes. Yeah. If you don't like this one, hey, yeah. another one will be out in a, in a year or two. Yeah. You know, and, and once again, I draw an analogy to a, a common comparison mm-hmm. uh, to, to, to the uh, James Bond series. Mm-hmm. I mean, the uh, Daniel Craig Bond mm-hmm. is not Roger Moore. No, he's not. But he's also not Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, and, and he's and not, not Sean Connery. Connery. No. Yeah, it's that character has changed so much. Uh, <coughs> the, the movie's very wildly mm-hmm. in 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 tone and, and consistency of quality as but well. But it's still James Bond. It's still James Bond. Now, now on that same aspect, like if they did change the character, like because a lot of people are like we want a black Bond or we want a lady Bond. It's like would that be about the same thing that TriStar did? It's like yeah, it's. But Godzilla, but it's Godzilla there, name only. There's a female Doctor Who now. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not... I, look, I, like, <laughs> I, I stopped watching Who. I, I, mostly because I, I don't cable anymore. I can't yeah. I, I got a friend that's super into it. He's just like, yeah, they're doing the girl. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. But, 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 but with Doctor Who, it makes sense. Yeah, because you can regenerate. Into anything. Into pretty much anything. Yeah. yeah I, like, I know there's a lot of people that, that ask, it's like, yeah, why don't we get a black guy? I'm like... Get Richard Aioti. Like, yeah, I mean he was a, he would have been great. Like you know, Green Lantern, Green yeah. Lantern Corps. There's, yeah. there's a Black Green Lantern. There are alien Green yeah, Lanterns. They're, they're, and that's the best way you can pick. You can pick your your flavor if you want. You don't like Hal Jordan, you can go with John Stewart. You don't like John Stewart, you can go with Kilowog. There's yeah. various aspects, and that I've been screaming that for years, especially 
after the Millennium Series ended, in 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 uh, Final Wars, God torn a new a hole, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were like, "Oh, f that movie." I'm like, wh- "Why? Like, what was what was so wrong?" Like, oh, it's a like, well, it much like the fandom who's bitching about Star Wars right now. It's like, you no, know what I would have done. I'm like, well, you're not making the movie, are you? And how, like, well, you ruined the series. I'm like, well, first off, the series was ending, so how could you ruin it? And second, there are 25 other films, man. It's like, it's because you don't like this one. There's others out there. In 1971, people say that Godzilla was a smog monster killed the Godzilla series. Yeah. But it still went on. It still went on. And ironically, today, that movie's looked much more fondly upon <laughs> than other aspects. I think the movies would look more fondly upon than, like, Sea Monster or yeah. Son of Godzilla. Uh, maybe, if Revenge? Revenge, Revenge is a I love, very polarizing film. I love Godzilla's Revenge. I love Godzilla's Revenge And I love well. Godzilla vs. Megalon. Those are two of my favorite Godzilla films of all I time. I love Megalon. Megalon was my second Godzilla movie I ever watched. So. Yeah, I mean, I saw it in, at a drive-in theater when it came out. I mean, now, granted, I will freely acknowledge... A lot of that is nostalgia. Yeah. But however, though, no. I mean, uh, Godzilla's Revenge, you know, directed by Ishiro Honda. It's yeah. a great. It was a scathing commentary on modern Japan at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Last and, Key Kids and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. No, Godzilla's Megalon, he was a superhero. They're competing mm-hmm. with, with, with television heroes at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and for, for all of its faults and for all of, you know, its silly moments... Mm-hmm. Megalon is a cool-looking monster. He's a very cool-looking monster. Jaguar's a great design, too. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of cool in that film, even though it was made on Next Up. And it's it's a wildly imaginative Godzilla movie, too. It's super out there. Like, they, they... And much like Monster Planet, they swung for the hills on a lot of aspects of it. Especially considering the fact that, like, you have the infamous tail slide where Godzilla's trying to do his running drop kick. It's like, I'm pretty sure when they thought of that, it's like... Here's a cool idea. Let's do this. Well, how are we going to do it? Well, we'll just put some wires and we'll just drag the suit along. It's like, but okay. You know, but how is that worse than the Shia from Monster Zero? For, it, it's, it's not. There, it's no, there is no there's no greater, no worse. My, my, like, and Monster Zero is a beloved film among Godzilla fans. It's considered the best amongst many yeah. people yeah. I've, I've, I've known. And, and, and the aspect of this, I see a lot of people who are like, well, we didn't like it. I'm not going to watch the other ones. I'm like, all right, fine, but you'll never know how the, how the story ends, man. Because yeah. this it's this is the Lord of the Rings. It's yeah. part one. They're not done. The story's not complete. Like, yeah. the chapter's done, but there's more to come. We know Mechagodzilla's coming. And they allude. They allude. They allude to the, 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 the ex-alien says, like, every, like, our world, every world we visited has had one great destroyer, like, that has... You know, taking them down. And, like, I'm like, oh, my God, you're talking about King Ghidorah, aren't you? You're talking about King Ghidorah. It's coming. Like, I know it's coming. Because that, it, that's the, that's yeah. the common description of King Ghidorah. He's the destroyer of worlds. Yes. Yeah. And I just, I, I like, I, I got I got goosebumps. I got giddy. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to do an anime King. Like, because that, that's the thing. That is the thing I'm looking forward to. Because here's here's what this temp gave us a, a just... A sprinkling of it's like what you could do because in in the film Godzilla moved pretty well. Mm-hmm. The animation, like uh, even though it's a big CG thing, and yes, I will give full base of the fact that they probably could have tweaked the design more. I get where they're going with it because it's like he's plant based. Yeah. He's got a lot of the tennis, but he's still a very he's still pretty much close to the to the legendary one. Yeah, the final form has got the jag, you know the the. Marks under the jaw and everything like that. Mm-hmm. There's a little tweaking done to it. 
But there's an aspect you can do in animation you can't really do in live action, and that's I'm curious where the fight scenes are going to go. But you know, and I've heard some criticisms about Godzilla. Well, he moves so slow. Mm -hmm. But you can if you watch the classic films, he moves slow too. He moves slow. He's sizable. Yeah. And also, I I I I think of this thing too. Godzilla doesn't have to move fast. No. I think of that line from Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. Polly was big. And maybe he, he, he and he moved slow. Yeah, Polly didn't move fast for anybody. No, he didn't have to. He didn't have to, and that's yeah. and that's the as, and the aspect of Godzilla played him in this that he's this walking force of nature. Yeah. Like they truly hammered home the force of nature aspect. Yeah, like many many of the films try to play that up. They try to in the in the legendary try to play it up as well. It's like he's this unstoppable force of nature. It's like well no you you bomb the shit out of him and everything like that. It's like. The the what I'm referring to Godzilla Junior that they fight yeah. was already like a thing, but now the when when OG Godzilla comes out of the ground and he's the size of a mountain, like they truly are like no, this is the force of nature that you're going to have to kind of like now you have to fight. It's 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 like the it's a, the Raymond Burr yeah thing it's like you you're going you can't fight an earthquake you can't fight a tornado. Yeah. This is that like how in the hell are you going to fight that? Yeah. So I'm. God only knows how they're going to do it or how what where they're going with it. But the beauty is, the second part comes out in May in Japan, and if it's anything like we already got over here, we, there's only a two or three month. By the time we'll G Fest, we'll, by the time G Fest rolls around, it might be out on American shores. Yeah, already. so hopefully we'll have seen it by summertime. Yes, I, I and I have a big feeling we probably yeah, and and yeah and like I told you, I'm. I'm looking forward to it now. I mean, so I, like I. I said, I wasn't looking forward to this one. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I couldn't have cared less. But then when I saw it, I was pleasantly surprised. You know, is it perfect? No. no. But, you know, it's... Very it's, few movies are, though. Yeah. But it, it's... Yeah. I was going to end it with such low expectations. Mm -hmm. It's nice to come in and like, oh, that was yeah. actually pretty entertaining. And I want to know where it goes. I'll like, watch I'll, it again. Yeah. I, I want to see where this goes. I really do hope that it does get a DVD release eventually down the line. Cause it will. Yeah, I want, I, it, but I would hope that they would wait till the whole trilogy's out, release yeah. it as a box set. Yeah, I would rather it that way. I would like some behind the scenes stuff because the stuff that's coming out online has shown they've shown some fun things behind there. There's been a few like concept images that have been real. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is where you're originally going with. Yeah, like, maybe some concept art of those those initial <laughs> yeah. initial monster attacks. Yeah, that'd be nice. Though I I would love I would love for somebody to pick up the light novel and translate it. I want some. I don't care who does it. I want a company to translate the light. It's a Godzilla book. It will sell, and it pretty much from what I've read, the the breakdowns online is that it is the ultimate fan story. You could tell every monster except Ghidra, Mechagodzilla, and Mothra are in it. Jet Jaguar. They make reference to Gunhead. They make reference really? to Atragon. The Super Xs. It's gunhead. all in there. Gunhead. Wow. Yes. Gunhead's a super robot they they built to fight Godzilla. They every any told the 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 Gargantuas, the uh, everything from Space Amoeba, all of it, all of it is in there. Like there's a there's a laundry list. I'm pretty, intrigued now. Yeah, magma, magma's in it. Wow, freaking magma's in it. Now, how much all these monsters are in it? They, they some say, some from what I read, some are just like little offhand things. Some get whole chapters to them. There's, but they're like it reads like the ultimate fan, like the, like wow. a fan comic. So I want somebody to to publish that, like bring it over here and print it and give me a, a proper English translation of it. Oh. I would love to read that, especially considering that this is on Netflix. It's an easy sell. 
He's, he's like, as seen on Netflix. No, you know, if not officially, at least a, a competent fan sub. Uh, Kevin, <coughs> Amanda. Uh, uh. <laughs> and you know, it, and the beauty about this is that yes, you know, for uh, for what is could be considered the most accessible Godzilla movie out there, even more so than the legendary movie that's on. I think it's only on Hulu right now. Uh, this, this is going to be this will probably be the thing that gets a lot more people hooked into it. There's, I mean, right now. Netflix is airing Devilman Crybaby, mm-hmm. and there's an influx of Devilman. Like I've seen it in my feeds, an influx of Devilman stuff coming up because people are going back and like looking up the original, mm-hmm. looking up the original manga, looking up the old OVA, looking all that stuff. The old TV series, the old TV series, all that stuff. And I'm like, you know what? It, it, more Gona guy is better than no Gona guy. And if this guy's little movie can can hook those young fans, or at least someone who's like. I didn't know about any of this. I'm going to go back and look some of this stuff up. And and speaking of going to guy, mm-hmm. the Zinger Z is getting a theatrical release. Oh, very soon. Oh, yes. Oh, I can't wait. This is a great year. we got Devilman, Mazinger Z, and then there's a new Cutie Honey coming out. Another Cutie Honey? Cutie Honey animated series. It's called Cutie Honey Universe. Oh. Uh, past that title and some design work, nobody knows what the hell is it about, but they said summer. It's coming out in summer. So this is the gear of going to guy. Really hope somebody brings him stateside. I want to meet him before he goes. Yeah, like he's it's, on my he's on my list of of, men, of people I have to meet. So. It, it, it's so odd that um, a lot of these recent projects they're coming out mm-hmm. and we haven't seen anything of them. No, it's like, and they're only months away. Like I mentioned, the hand the Han Solo Han Solo yeah. movie, but Pacific Rim especially. Like they have one trailer and there's another. Well, and, just, and, yeah, just kind of we'll go into that in the next episode, but. The second trailer, which is, it comes out in a month and a half, yeah. finally just dropped. They're like, oh, yeah, here I just you saw go. it the other day. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, your favorite, the third Cloverfield installment. <sighs> which now might go to Netflix, too. There's rumors of that happening now. Wow. That Paramount might move it to Netflix. Wow. So, but the beauty about those is that we just passed, I, the day, the day after Godzilla Monster Planet came out, was the 10-year anniversary of Cloverfield, I 118. Saw, yeah, I couldn't believe that was oh, 10 years from yeah, now. Yeah, and I sat there like, wow, it's 10 years since I was, 10 years since I was so let down. Like, it was like, <laughs> it was like my dad not pick, like, it was like my dad leaving me at the baseball field and never picking me up. That's how disappointing it was. Like, I went into that, hyped like nothing else, walked out, I'm like, so... This is why the world sucks right now. <laughs> like I, 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 I wasn't that disappointed, but I, I thought. I know, but, but you know what? Hey, man, that we were in, we were in a dry county at that point. There yeah. was nothing. Yeah. And the fact there was the prospect of J.J. Abrams. So at that point, I was like, this guy can do no wrong. Young, twenty-three-year-old Chris was just like on top of him. Like this guy's got the world by the balls. He's gonna have like, and it's, and what I saw I was like. You wanted to do Alien. If you wanted to do Alien, do it in an Alien movie. Don't do it with a giant goddamn monster. Because nothing you did here makes any sense. The characters are douchebags. The monster design... Like, I I sounded like a curmudgeonly old man my two friends had to listen to while we were at Denny's. And I was going off at how much I hated this film. <laughs> my brother. My own brother. He, he and my dad went and saw it separately. My brother was like, dude, I want to see this movie. Like, I'm I was like... He came back. He's like, "Dude, what'd you think? It was so awesome." Was I'm like, I, 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 "I hated it, man." He's like, "What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you?" So, for the longest time, all my friends would be—they're like, 
So, well, yeah, especially when Pacific Rim is like, oh, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it like you hate Cloverfield. I'm like, well, no, no, no. The difference was Cloverfield did that stupid mystery thing where it's like, you didn't see anything. They built it up. They told you it was a big monster and all this cool, like, they flashed in front of you. And then finally, it was just a limp, limp-wristed film that wasn't a giant monster movie at all. <laughs> it was a douchebag film that happened to have a giant, a crappily designed giant monster in it. Like, unlike Pacific Rim, which had wonderful homages to all the stuff I love, but it was doing something new. And especially that, that the Hong Kong fights, I'm like, yes. They're, uh, like, I walked up, my buddy's like, so you hate it, right? I'm like, no, I loved it. It's like, why? It's like, because they did everything right. Chlorophyll did everything wrong. Yeah. So, it's... Here, here's, a, here's a question I have for you. Yeah. Because I've always wondered this, and I've never bothered looking it up online. Mm-hmm. Why was the movie called Cloverfield? Because uh, that was the project title that they, when they shot, they called it Cloverfield, um, and it was that was the exit where Bad Robot Studios was off of. Mm-hmm. So it was off Cloverfield out in um, I think Santa Monica. That's it's like the third exit before you get to the beach, oh, really? and that's where Bad Robot Studios was. So they when they shot the film. They didn't have a title. They didn't, They had no idea what they were going to call it. They just had a release date. They just kept the working title? And they just kept the working title. That's all it was. They called it Cloverfield. That's what they shot it under. And then the title, to, the the title, because it was, it was, that's like, this is what we shot it as. We shot it as Cloverfield. That's what, all that was known by the by the press at the time. And it took a life of its own. It was like Snakes on a Plane. Like, Snakes on a Plane was the working title. They were calling it, the, the script was called like Flight 287 or something like that. Yeah. And then Snakes on a Plane, which was just like, it was the dumb shooting title they had it on. They're like, no, that's better. Go ahead. They forced the studio to change it and go back and do reshoots. That, I, I'm sick of these effing snakes on this on this effing yeah. plane, was added towards the, right before the release of the film, because the internet hype had built up so much. It was the same thing with Cloverfield. They finally, the studio was like, everyone's calling it Cloverfield. Let's just call it Cloverfield. And like, okay, we're calling it Cloverfield. And thus, Cloverfield was born. And then they wanted to create their... The idea of using Cloverfield now as, like, Bad Robot's Twilight Zone. Yeah. So the, the name Cloverfield's in it. Something weird's going to come in. It's going to be a genre-bending film. So, and I liked... Kind of uh, like what, what, what Carpenter wanted to do with Halloween, essentially. Very much so. Very much so. And I like the other Cloverfield. I like the second one. The one with, uh, with uh, John Goodman and... Uh, I, I have it on, on my... Uh, Amazon Prime. Queue. It's it's it. it's a it's a fun it's a fun genre film with a twist ending. The twist ending kind of like doesn't add really anything to it other mm-hmm. than okay, that's cool. Just but a, just a, a weird ending. It's a weird ending, but you know what? The rest of the film is this delightful <laughs> little thriller. Yeah, and it's it's eloquently done. John Goodman is fantastic in it, and I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I love anything that she's in. So. The third one, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. It's not going to be related. They're, they, I don't think they'll ever do a proper sequel to Cloverfield. Yeah. So they're just going to keep making na- movies with the Cloverfield name in it. And you know, I'm fine with it. I'll go watch it. And then here's the thing: the two guys that made it, Matt Reeves and Drew Goddard, everything else those guys have touched, I have absolutely loved. Cloverfield's the only thing I hate more than anything else. <laughs> like they got Matt Reeves went up to direct the last two Planet of the Apes movies. Those are spectacular. Drew Goddard made um, uh, a cabin in the woods. Oh, that was good. Amazing. Yeah. He's, he he set up the first season of Daredevil. He's going to if it gets off the ground, he's going to direct the X Force film. Yeah. So like everybody that came out of that, I'm like, yeah, I love all this stuff. I just hate where it came from. Yeah. Just absolutely hate it. So. 
Unlike you know, some people who hate Monster Planet, but that's because they can't get over their own, like their 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 own mental handicaps, if you will. So, overall, uh, uh, Mark, as a Godzilla film, your overall rating, like your, just your your general thought, wrap it up. Well, it's it's definitely unlike any other Godzilla film before mm-hmm. this. I mean, to be honest. Mm-hmm. This could have been shot with any other generic monster. True, very true. They just kind of inserted Godzilla into this. <laughs> but they also played with the with the history a bit too. Yeah, because um, like I said, <coughs> my least favorite thing about this was Godzilla. Mm. I, I'm not too keen on the on the design. Yeah, uh, but it is interesting seeing where they're taking this. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'll I'll be watching the second part when it. When and you know, well, when when all three are done. Yeah, we'll then, sit down. Then we can make it. We a, can judge the movie as a whole. Yes. So. I mean, we're, we're just seeing the first part so far. I mean, you know, when I when I went to go see the Attack on Titan movie. Yeah. You know, I walked into that. You know, uh, I went to go see it with Jessica, and you know, I had never read the manga, never yeah. seen the anime. I, I just vaguely knew what it was, mm. and I liked the first film. Yeah. You know, I walked out and heard and heard everyone else bitching about. Oh, this character wasn't like anything that was in, in the manga. Well, I don't never seen the manga, so I couldn't yeah. tell you. But I was entertained by it. You know, granted, the second part was pointless, and you, you know. know, I kind of liked the second one. Really? Yeah, I did. I, I, it, it, it was it was fine. But then again, I was I also wasn't holding the uh, the movies to the it, anime or manga. It, so. Yeah, it, it well for me, it just didn't resolve anything. It, no, but they, it, they, they it, were it, like, we're clearly going to make yeah, more, like, it, but they it, never did. It, it, was, it was like the last Matrix movie. It didn't resolve anything. Yeah. You know. It's like, we kind of went in a circle of, like, there's going to be more, but, like, we just never got to it. Yeah. The, the, if anything, that movie gave me hope for a new War of the Gargantuas film. Yeah, I mean, Especially that... Especially if you could that, do that fight. That fight in the first film was very reminiscent of War of the Gargantuas. Yeah, it's, the second fight between the Armor Titan and, and Aaron's Titan and that, yeah. like... And I'm like, give Shinji Gucci a modern, a modern War of the Gargantuas. He could do wonders with it. Yeah. Like, he clearly wants to play with his men in rubber suits. So, <laughs> like that, if you're, you got as close to an R-rated War of the Gargantuas as you're ever going to get with that movie. But you know what? I want those characters back. I want to. I want to see them back someday. And uh, yeah, he and he apparently likes them because uh, this past G Fest, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I had the table there with Adrian's attic, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Bandai was there at our table, mm-hmm. and that's where they, they debuted the figures. And uh, Higuchi actually came to our table and was talking to the Bandai rep. He was there for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he he has an interest in the Gargantuas. I do think that when, I think in, after 2020, when the initial moratorium's up, I think what will probably happen is Legendary will probably break Godzilla for a little bit. They'll probably focus on Kong and whatever else they're going to do. And when Toho being like, okay, we're gonna make another Godzilla, one, I think they give Higuchi his own, and he doesn't do Shin. I yeah. think he does what he truly wants to do. Well, one thing we're not gonna see in 2020 is Ultraman saves the Tokyo Olympics. No, nope. <laughs> we didn't talk about that, did we? I think you had mentioned it with with Jessica and the, or had that happened yet? I don't know if it happened yet or not. I'm, it's been so far out. Yeah. You want to well, well, you want to close up the show with that real quick? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Right. I mean, since you you were one of the two. 
two Americans to attend the uh, Chayo's press yeah, conference. I was going through with some stuff. I found all that Chayo stuff the other night too. You and Paula like, were there. I sent you yeah. and Paula because I couldn't make it. Pa- Paula sent me. She's like, I got, I got the, I got the autograph. Do you want? It's taking up room. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. So I got two of these <laughs> things sitting around my house right now. <laughs> By the way, we're going to do the book this year. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do the book. It's up here on my shelf. We're going to devote a whole episode. We're going to do a, a, a video episode to it, too. So, um, but yeah, if uh, I don't believe... I, <laughs> like you said, the Diary of a Madman. It is a diary. It is. It's, it, oh, my God. That has to be the, the title of the it episode. Is. It will be. It very much will be. So, real quick, closing out the show. Uh, by the way, both enjoyed Monster Planet. If you didn't gather that from from the hour, di- you know, dissertation. Pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised, yes. Waiting for more, May. All right, so... Chayo lost their court case. In America. In America. Which, from August, who was covering the whole thing, he prefaced it like, this was the last straw. Like, this was it. Like, there's nowhere else they can go with it. There's no appeals. There's no appeals. There's nothing. Like, Subaraya won. And Subaraya can... The way it it sounded like, Subaraya can now go internationally with the original Ultraman and Jamborg Ace. And what was the other one that they had? Oh, Ultra Q. They had Ultra Q as well. So, whether or not they do that, that hasn't been seen yet because those shows have not shown up in Crunchyroll yet. I would assume that if that was truly the case, they would be, they're coming, or if not, they've already, they would have already been here. So, I think Mill Creek, do they have the original series still? I don't know. No, so that, that, that's a question for someone else. But Chayo pretty much got kiboshed. Like, they can't do what they wanted to do anymore. They can't, well... I think the last the last f u to that was the Ultraman cameo in that that CG Chinese film, yeah, which is online now too. You can watch it. Apparently, he only shows up at the end, and he's a bad guy in it too. Oh, the whole film? Yeah, apparently he's a, yeah the whole entire film. Oh. Like Matt Frank actually tweeted it. Out. He's like, here, here's the dumb Chinese film with Ultraman in it. Oh, it's like he's got a cameo. Have, That's it. I have to watch that. Then. Like it was false advertising apparently because apparently from what I got, I haven't watched it yet. Right? Yeah, I saw the clips though that he's in. It's not a bad animated, like, little prompt, but, yeah. like, but yeah. apparently he's only in it for, like, five minutes. But they based the whole movie on, like, here's Ultraman, he's in this film. <laughs> I think that's the last giant F you that Chaya will probably give to, uh, to Subaraya. And we'll pro- hopefully, hopefully, it seems like Subaraya's wading into the wa- international waters a little bit more. They've been more open to, like, licensing stuff to, to like, Toku. That Toku channel's been getting more stuff. And Crunchyroll keeps adding more stuff left and right. Yeah, well, well you know, well, just like with Toho, maybe there's a new regime at Subaraya which wants people to see this stuff. I would hope so. But I remember back at, you know, back in the day, I remember, mm-hmm. I think Brad Warner was saying that uh, Subaraya didn't seem all that interested in promoting Ultraman overseas. But it's a brave new world now, yeah. man. Years there's, later, there's, yeah. there's more options than, than anybody can count of streaming services and stuff. People need content. Yeah. Super Rise got 50 years of it. True, yeah. Yeah, yeah and they, it's like, yeah, whatever the, you need. All the streaming services are desperate for content. And I know and I know for a fact that um, uh, William Wickner Productions, they're doing five more movies. They're they're creating dubs for them right now. Yeah, you talked to them, right? Yeah, we talked to them, and they said, yeah, we got five more. They, got, they put out a press release. They're so like, we got five more coming to like... I think uh, it's, hard, pre- it's hard to believe you started out, you know, dubbing Tekaman back yeah. in the day, and he was like like young, like twenty one or something. Yeah, like very very much so. 
And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fat, it's fascinating how kind of things come around like that. And they, they, apparently, Super I approached them, which was like, when he told me that, I'm like, really? It's like, yeah, they came to us. Wow. I'm like, that's, I told him, it's like, you have any idea how big it is? He's like, people told me it's kind of like a big deal. I'm like, no, that's a big deal, considering these guys were like, no, like, we're not coming over here at all. Now, part of it was freaking Chayo. Yeah. But the other half was like, all the stuff you can bring over here, and you didn't bother with it. Mm-hmm. In the last two, the last two decades, we had Towards the Future, which was a fun. I, I that's that's. My, I, I like Ultraman Towards the Future. That's my Ultraman. Yeah. And then we had uh, a weird four kids dub of Tiga. Yeah. So which was super cartoony. Yeah. Other than that, so hopefully the the horizons probably brought, hopefully bright for Ultraman in the near future. So. Yeah, you know, and the and you know, you have Ultraman with Geed or Geed, that new yeah, one. Yeah, Geed. Yeah, so they're, they're they're still cranking them out. I think that I I don't think they'll ever stop. I want, and not only that, but they also allowed uh, Studio Trigger to do a new Gridman too. I know you told me about that. Yeah, one. well, the the first promo piece where it came out at the Tokyo Comic Con, uh, it wasn't it wasn't an, any real animation, but they gave you the look of the new Servo, mm-hmm. and it's. Pretty much what you would expect from, like, an anime. Like, we were talking about how, you know, they redid Atragon. Yeah. It's like, here's how we would do this, and it looks awesome. Wow. I can't wait. On top of that, we get an Ultraman anime next year, based on the manga, which now means I have to go read up more on the manga. Have I showed you that one film that I have from Japan, that CG film? It's the uh, Super Atragon versus the Legendary Godzilla. Yes. Yes, you did. You showed it to me. Pretty cool. It is. We're going to... So, all right, well, we've rambled on, but you know, it's the first show of 2018, it's the only show of January you're going to get right now, uh, hopefully by next week, Jessica and I will be back, we're going to break down the Pacific Rim trailer, we got to talk about the new trailer for Rampage, which, by the way, Mark, what do you think about that movie? Not, not much. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a real big fan of the video game. Really? Yeah. Everybody else seemed to, like, loved it, but, and you're a video game guy. Well, old game, right? And that yeah. is considered an old game. I, I just, I, I, you know, and it's right up my alley, you know, giant yeah. monsters and stuff, but I guess the gameplay just wasn't... I mean, it was a pretty pointless game. It was a... Yeah. You go, you destroy things and you yeah. eat people. I, I, was, I was more impressed by King of the Monsters. Touche. I'll give you that. But the fact that, you know, hey, they got yeah, a nice little Varan... Uh, that, that, was, that was a definitely mm. a surprise when I saw that. Yeah, I saw that too, I'm like... Oh, that yeah. someone's a fan. Someone somewhere's yeah. a fan. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I, I doubt I'll go see the theater. But oh, once it you know hits like you know home video, I'll probably you know give it a rental. Give give it a yeah. shot. Yeah. All right. So, but we got a lot. It's going to be a strong year. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, hopefully, we're going to crank out more episodes this year than we did in the last year. So stay tuned. Lots of love. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash The Kaiju Kingdom Podcast. On Twitter, at the Kaiju Kingdom, all one word. Mark, uh, where can they find you? Do you got anything up right now, or are you still working? Nothing right now. I mean, I'm still working in Kaiju Gaiden. Um, can we expect anything soon? Uh, yeah, yeah, there'll be an, another uh, look at it. That'll be released probably the next month or two. Cool. And, and it's, coming, uh, it's chugging along nicely, though, right? Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, I'm, I'm in the middle of... Uh, Scheduling a couple more interviews. Oh, look at that! See, yeah. like the, the yeah. working away dutifully. So yeah. So <laughs> so all right. And then uh, as always, you know, you check out. We have uh, over on Panzer Crush. We're starting. Uh, take two. We'll be back. We will have a special on Devilman Crybaby. 
And then uh, we have a new podcast coming next month. I'll have more on that. But check out uh, Take Two, the Take Two podcast for more of that later on. So, uh, until next time, for myself and Mark. Bye. We'll <laughs> see you later. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.